Hello, my history nerds, and welcome to the Historia podcast. My name is Stephanie, and this is the final installment of our Eons series. Uh, so buckle up, because this one is going to be one hell of a fucking long episode. Um, so while I'm going through this episode, I know that there are going to be parts that are super confusing. Trust me, even I found this very confusing when I was researching it. Um, but I will try to clarify and essentially simplify everything as much as I can. Um, obviously, before we get into the episodes, we need to get into the plugs. Um, so we have citations available on our Buy Me a Coffee page. Um, I am also working on reopening our, um, or, or essentially recreating a Patreon page. Um, both of these platforms will only have one tier, which is our Nerd Squad, and that is the $5 tier. And you will obviously get access to everything. Um, members get, on both platforms, will receive citations for free. Uh, they'll also be, like, you guys will also be the ones that will get information on anything that's updated. I'm going to be creating a, um, a close friends, um, Part on Instagram so you get some behind the scenes sort of things um, and I'm hoping to you know get a, um, a chat room going for us as well um, and seeing what other sort of great things I can get but obviously I would need people to join <laughs> if you um, want to help the podcast in another way you can donate um, to us through buy me a coffee or you can do something as simple as obviously making sure that you're following us or subscribing subscribe to us on whatever platform you're listening to us on. And you can, um, you know, let your friends and families and random strangers on the street know about the podcast and tell them to follow us. <laughs> uh, well, me, not us. I don't know why I keep saying us. Is that? Okay. Can someone please tell me if it's weird when I say us when it's really just me? Like, is that weird when I say that? I would think... Maybe? Who knows? Um, yeah. And uh, obviously the links to the Patreon, Buy Me A Coffee, and all of our other things, Instagram, TikTok, email, um, all of that will be in the show notes below. I also do ask that on whatever platform you are listening to us on to please leave us a review. That always helps to help other people like yourself who love history or just want something to listen to to find us. Um, and I would very much appreciate that. And now that we have gotten our shameless plugs out of the way, uh, let's get into this episode. So the... Uh, Pan-Aerozoic Eon is the geological period that spans from 541 million years ago to the present time. Uh, the beginning of this era is marked by the Cambrian period, and that is when animals developed a rugged sort of exterior that we found evidence of in fossils from this time. Uh, like the other eons that we have covered, and we all know this by now, the eon is broken down into eras and then into periods. 
Silurian, Devonian, uh, Carboniferous, and Permian. The second is the um, Mesozoic era, and that spans from 252 to 66 million years ago, and that's broken down into three periods. Triassic, Jurassic, and Cretaceous. Um, and finally, we have the Cenozoic era, and that spans the last 66 uh, million years up until the present day. And this era is broken down into three periods. Paleogene, Neogene, and Quaternary. Paleozoic derives from the word paleos, meaning ancient life. And this is the longest of the um, of the Phanerozoic periods. And um, during this time, there was a dramatic change in the environment and life on Earth. We also see these creatures who are now moving from the ocean and coming up to the land. And it's also during this point in time where we find evidence of, you know, plants. This era ended in the largest extinction event in history, known as the Perma-Triastic Extinction. And when this happens, it'll take the Earth about 300 million years for it to recover from the, this event. The era began with the supercontinent Pinotia, and it ended with the assembly of our last supercontinent, Pangaea. Because of the movement of the tectonic plates, there is a lot of water being displaced, and there's a substantial increase in the sea level. And so, because the continents start moving, they also started bumping into each other. And when it did that, it created these amazing, you know, mountain regions across the world. The Cambrian period lasted for 55.6 million years and derives from the Latin word Cambria, which is in an area of Wales. It's in Wales. I was going to say it's in an area of the world that we now call Wales, but it's in Wales. But you know, just out here fucking it up. All right, moving on. During this period, the unicellular life forms on our planet began developing into complex multicellular organisms that are essentially everywhere around us today. Ooh, ow. Um, this rapid influx in life forms is known as the Cambrian Explosion, and it's uh, from this period that we find the first fossils um, showing animal life on Earth. The premise of the Cambrian Explosion is that at some point in that 541 million years, these cells began to change. And then over a period of 13 to 25 million years, they developed and would eventually resemble, you know, what are modern day animals. Um, 
I tried <laughs> to research this theory a lot more, and I couldn't fucking understand it. It was so confusing, and it was, I will admit, it was extremely com complex, and I couldn't get it, but, you know, by all means, Google away. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so in 1698, the first fossils were found from the Cambrian period, uh, sorry, the first fossils found of the Cambrian period were trilobites. At its discovery, scholars didn't understand its importance until William Buckland saw a noticeable difference in the number of fossils found in one area compared to another. And, but I don't know how the fuck he did it, but he essentially found the base or the beginning of the, uh, of the Cambrian period. In 1859, most geologists were convinced that the lower layers of rock marked the beginning of the Earth, while a small group of geologists, uh, geologists weren't confident in this. And, you know, but here we are, four episodes later, and we can now say that they are right. <laughs> um... Because of the large amount of activity that occurred during this eon, because of the large amounts of activity that occurred during this eon, each era is further broken down. So the Cambrian sorry, era is divided into wow, my heater just went off like fucking crazy. It is freezing here in, in Toronto. Well, I'm freezing. Anyways, the Cambrian era is divided into four periods, um, or series, and then ten stages. So, only six of these stages have been named, and they're called um, Fortuin, Stage 2, Stage 3, Stage 4, Willumian, Drumian, Guzagian, Pibian, Jainagashian, and Stage 10. I tried to fanat, like, I tried to, like, I tried to understand how to say these words, but I couldn't. And I sound like I'm casting a spell right now. Okay. So before we move on to the uh, next period, we need to update you on the tectonic plate news. So at this point in time, North America, the Baltic region, and Siberia began drifting away from our supercontinent, and while everyone was still within the southern region, these three areas began to slowly move north. And that's because the ice started melting, and that allowed these the plates to, you know, move a little, shimmy, jammy, you know, do its thing. And so, now, on the next stop of our Paleo journey, the um, Ordovician period, and this in total spanned for about 41.6 million years. 
Its name comes from the Celtic tribe, the Ordovices, um, and they lived in an area in northern Wales and was named by geologist Charles Lapworth. Um, and he noticed a difference between, he noticed the difference within the layers of the rock between the Cambrian and the Silurian um, periods. And he essentially argued that they were separate systems. However, it wasn't until 1960 that his hypothesis was accepted and added into the geological timeline. Um, the period is, is divided into three primary periods, late, middle, and early Ordovician, and then into five series, Ashkill, Caradoc, uh, Lamvin, Air, um, Argent, Arnig, Arnig, and uh, Termidoc, Termidoc, somewhere on the lines of that. And it was further broken down into 15 stages. You know what? I'm just going to make a chart. I'm going <laughs> to... I'll try to make a chart for you guys because some of these, I swear to God... I feel like I am casting a spell when I'm trying to say the, say these things. Hirnatian, Rathe, Cutley, Puskill, <laughs> Puskill, Stratford. There we go. Yeah, no, I, I thought I could say these names, but I can't, so I'll make a chart. You can go find it on Instagram, at the History Podcast. It'll probably be up on my blog as well. Um, you know, eventually it'll get there. But yeah. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna go get more wine. Please hold. Okay, perfect. I'm back. Alright, so where were we? Yes, so. Life during this time was... <laughs> okay, can I just say one thing? When I'm writing these scripts, I try to, like, essentially write these really funny things that people would say, like, would, that people would find funny. But, <laughs> yeah, it's bad. I literally wrote, life during this time flourished like your best friend after she dumped her lame-ass boyfriend. But as always, there's going to be a crash. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> Alright, so... This came in the late Ordovician extinction, which is a prequel to our um, per Permian and Permian Triassic extinction. So this extinction took place about 447, between 447 to 444 million years ago. And it's estimated that at this point in time, 49% of human species became extinct, along with a significant decrease in um, brachiopods and bryozoans, uh, which are these shelled animals that, you know, animals with shells and things that look like, you know, squids. Uh, so the hypothesis is that the world experienced another ice age that lasted about 
anywhere between 500 to 1.5, sorry, 500,000 to 1.5 million years. And this essentially caused these creatures to freeze to death. Um, but you know, (laughs) oh my god, another one of these stupid things. But don't fear, just as that blonde phase, this too shall quickly end. I am a horrible person. Oh my god. This is why my mother tells me to go to bed. Alright. <laughs> After this, there was a um, another significant de- decrease in the carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, which could be attributed to two possible reasons. Either there is an increase in volcanic activity, which is essentially depositing new rocks into, you know the world um or it could be you know good old photosynthesis um i should i don't know why i said it like this okay um so as these massive glaciers formed the sea level um had increased which essentially allowed animals to survive um It essentially allowed animals to adapt to different areas and therefore survive the first, you know, sort of extinction that happened. Um, Now, (laughs) that's essentially where that period comes to an end. And so at this point, we're going to move on towards the um, Silurian period. And this is the shortest period in the Paleozoic era and is defined by the geological evidence fo- uh, found in rock beds, and this time period span uh, lasts about about 24.6 um, million years. During this time, the most important event is the emergence of vascular plants, um, so which is came in the form of multi- multiple forms of fungi in arth arthropods um so the uh gondwana supercontinent had um moved south uh closer to the equator and this caused the ice around it to melt and as a result the sea level began to rise once again during this time the land masses avalonia baltica and uh, Laurentia drifted together, creating uh, Eumerica. When they collided, Europe knocked off parts of the coast um, of these continents. Towards the end of the period, sea levels had decreased, leaving essentially these basins um, between Michigan and West Virginia. At this point in time, we can move on to the Devian period. Uh, This period spans 60.3 million years, and its name derives from Devon, England, uh, where rocks from this period were first found. Uh, During this time, the dry land experienced an explosion of evolved life. Uh, vascular plants began popping up all over the place, and dense forests began to form. By the middle of the period, um, 
they began to evolve and the leaves began changing shapes and true roots began forming. And by the end of this period, we have plants that are capable of producing seeds. Um, this period is also known as the age of fishes because they were essentially multiplying like fucking crazy and changing like the colors of the wind. Uh, towards the middle of the period, a type of fish known as the, um, as the agnathan, which is, um, a jawless fish, began to decline, and they were replaced by the jawed fish that we now see today. Um, and if you're wondering... The tectonic plates were still moving around uh, slowly. They were kind of moving back towards each other. Um, but, you know, they were being cautious. <laughs> um, uh, so we can now move on to the Carboniferous period, which lasted for about 60 million years. And its name actually means, means coal-bearing in Latin, and its name essentially it got its name because it's during this point in time where a majority of the world's coal be uh, coal beds um, had formed. Uh, known as the Age of Amphibians, um, these like it's essentially just you know these lizards that would eventually become you know the little tiny lizards and crocodiles and snakes and um the period is divided into two subsystems the lower mississippian and the upper pennsylvanian these units are divided into three series the mississippian is broken down into the upper middle and lower series and has three stages, Serp, Serp, Oakvian, Vesian, and Tornassian. Uh, the second is Pennsylvanian, and that is broken down in also into, um, into three series, which is obviously upper, middle, and lower, and further broken down into four stages, the, um, Vizhelian, Kasimovian, Moscovian, and Bashkirian. And the final series, Permian, um, and that is that has only one stage, which is Aselian. So, as you may remember, um, we talked about how the sea levels had dropped uh, towards the end of the uh, De Devonian period. Um, it rose quite a bit in the early Carbonifer Carboniferous period. In fact, it grew so much, um, it was able to make inland seas during the Mississippian stage. Um, so there were a lot of tectonic bumps happening that it was able to move 
you know, the, it, the, the tectonic bumps were what helped the water move inland, but it's also what would help to create Pangaea. Um, across Europe and North America, rock beds consisted of um, so yeah, so rock beds consisted of layers of limestone, sandstone, shale, and coal. Um, however, it's primarily seen in North America that there are earlier layers of this area that primarily consisted of marine limestone. Um, within these rocks, we can see the evolution of life. Um, we have seen evidence of wood fragments, petrified trees, fossilized plants that have decayed, um, and even fossilized marine life. So, like the estimated 25% of the current population that absolutely, I, you know, I hate, hate bugs, um, and we should be damn thankful that some of these fuckers are not around anymore. Um, so there is one known as the Magnanarian, which is a bug that looks similar to a dragonfly, except its wingspan is two and a half feet. Um, there is also a scorpion whose tail is about who's also, you know, about two and a half feet long. Um, there's a wide variety of fish in the sea, and much like today, they preferred specific waters, um, such as the al Alcalius, um, which, in the pictures that I've seen, it looks just like a very happy salmon. Um, and they preferred the waters of um, what is now... Bear Gulch Bay in Montana. Uh, we also have many breeds of lizards and fungi. Uh, just before the end of this period, the rainforests experienced their extinction um, due to a sudden climate change, and that was essentially caused by uh, the Ice Age and a drop in the sea level. So we have now, finally, only 27 minutes later, have finally reached um, the last portion of the Paleozoic era, and that is the Permian period, which spans 47 million years. And this was first introduced by um, Roderick Murchison, um in 1841, and he named it after the Perm region in Russia. Before introducing the Permian term, um, rocks from this period were referred to by quite a few different names. Uh, in Germany, they were called the Rotlingend and the Zestien, um, while in Britain, um, it was called the New Red Sandstone. Um, Murchison was the president of the Geological Society, so, I mean, it's not like you can argue with him. Um, like the Carboniferous period, the geological timeline 
of the Permian period was also broken down into uh, different periods. Uh, the only difference is that this series is referred to as epochs, epochs, um, but you know, for my sanity and in yours, I'm just going to continue uh, referring to them as a series. Um, before, also, before we get into this timeline, I will state that I am, okay, I'm totally convinced that all of the names that they've that they've proposed, as you can tell, I had such a hard time pronouncing them, and especially the ones for this era, I am, for this point in time, I'm not even going to attempt to do it. I have them all written down, I'm looking at them, but I am not going to, I, I, I can't attempt to even say this, because it, Sounds like they're pulling names out of their ass. Literally, because one's called Asselian, again. Because, you know, nothing like originality. Rhodian, Wordian, Captinian. I'm not even fucking joking. I can't. I can't with these fucking names. Um, anyways. But, essentially, each series is um, named after regions or areas where the evidence was first found um, in, you know, whatever the rock formation was. So the um, Kisurlian, Kis -er um series is named after um, these exposed slopes, western slopes in the Ural Mountains in Russia and uh, Kazakhstan. And that was first proposed by J.B. Waterhouse in 1982. The hypothesis initially considered, consisted of three stages. Um, the Asilian, named after the Asel River in the uh, southern region of the Ural Mountains. The Sakmarian, which is named after the Sakmara River, um, also found in the southern area of the mountain, uh, as well as the Artiniskian, which is named after the city of Arti. Um, in contrast, the Kungurian uh, is named after the town of Kungur, um, and that would later be added to this timeline. Uh, the Guadalupian series is named after the Guadalupe Guadalupe Mountains that stretch between New Mexico and Texas. And in these rocks, there is a lot of evidence of marine life that is essentially exposed um, in the rock. Each stage focuses on a different region of the mountainscape. And, for example, proof of the um, Rodinian stage can be found in the cutoff formation located uh, 42.7 meters above the base of the Stratotype Canyon. The Wardinian location is located in the Guadalupe Pass, um, and that is found within the sediments of the Cherry Canyon Formation. Um, and finally, if we, you know, just take one little hop, across the pond to Le Ping in uh, 
Jiangi, China. Um, we can go there for the Lopingian stage. And in the Kako limestone, there is deposits of literally life forms from every single point in the Permian period. Now, as we've mentioned multiple times at this point, animal and plant life during this time flourished and thrived. And while you can sit here and listen to me talk about the ancestors of starfish for the next 20 fucking minutes, that's not why we're here. We are here to talk about these ginormous fucking lizards that were walking all over the place. And by lizards, I mean dinosaurs. You know, if it wasn't copyrighted, cue the Jurassic Park music. Uh, So, fossil evidence from this period is not dispersed across the board. Um, In North America and Europe, geologists have discovered fossils of uh, paleosauruses um, and some variations of these species grew about 10 feet long and have very distinct traits, like the the dimetrondon, which is a spine sail, um, which makes them look like a primitive version of a stegosaurus. Um, But now that we have essentially moved on... So essentially, at this point, think of it as the... The, the dinosaurs that we see at this point in time are the ancestors to the dinosaurs that we would that we all know um, essentially um, so while we briefly discuss the Paleozoic era we should then move on to the Mesozoic and the Mesozoic is the longest I'm sorry the second to last era before our current era um, and this is known as the Age of Retails and the Age of Conf- Conifers. Sorry. Um, and this time period spanned from 252 to 66 million years ago. And it's broken down into three periods. Triassic, Jurassic, and uh, Cretaceous. Um, this is the area... This is... This is the point in time where we have our Godzilla lizards and they're just out here doing their thing and raising hell. Um, This is also the point in time where we see the development of conifers. Uh, These are plants that produce cone-shaped seeds. We also see the development of ferns a much warmer climate, and obviously Pangaea breaking up. So, this era is kind of wild. Not only does it begin with a max with a sorry with a mass extinction, but it also ends with one. Um, and we'll get to that as we go through the different periods. Uh, So the Triassic period spanned for 50.6 million years, 
and this is the shortest period of the Mesozoic era and is broken down into three series, early, middle, and late Triassic. Uh, because of the extinction event that ha happened at the beginning of the era, it left the earth in somewhat of a barren state and it wasn't truly able to recover until the, um, until the middle of the Triassic um, period. And so, as you may know by now, the period is divided into series um, and then the sub-periods. Um, so the early Triassic is divided into two stages, the Induian and the Olonekian. Uh, the Middle Triassic is divided into the Anacian and the Ladinian. Um, and finally, the Late Triassic, which is divided into three stages, the uh, Carnian, uh, Neoran, and the Rehaten. Um, and at this point in time, we can essentially talk about the most famous landmass that I think a majority of us would remember from geography class, which is Pangaea. Uh, during the Triassic period, all of the Earth's landmasses decided that they would meet up around the equator, and even though there was some movement and there was some shifting, they didn't actually break apart. Um, so the first signs of a break came when New Jersey broke up with Morocco um, sometime during the late Triassic. Uh, which is an event known as the Newark Group. Um, and this is found in an area of sedimentary rock that dates to the late Triassic and early Jurassic periods. Um, essentially, I think of it as during this time, they just couldn't break apart because there wasn't a way for them to do so. But we have seen, I mean, obviously we have the ability with the internet and stuff to see how big of an effect water has. So I feel that, not I feel, but my hypothesis is, is that with the water moving around, it was able to create these cracks or expand on cracks um, to help Pangea break up and eventually, you know, go its way. Um, but at this point in time, life on Earth was flourishing once again um, to an extent. You still have, you know, dinosaurs running around like the, um, I can never say this one, Postucius. Maybe that's how it goes. Um, We've got water lizards, you know, crocodiles, essentially. Um, well, actually, crocodiles are descended from the uh, Taniostrophius, um, which is a dinosaur from the Jurassic um, period. And it kind of looks like, um, it, it kind of resembles the this one from Jurassic Park that is just sitting there eating trees the entire time. Um, 
but now that we've gotten that part out of the way, we can now segue into the Jurassic period, which lasted for forty for sorry for fifty six point three million years, and um, is the center point of the Mesozoic era. When the period changed, there was a mass eruption in an area known as the Central Atlantic Magmatic Province. Uh, this is the area where Pangaea. This is the point in time, essentially, where Pangaea began to move a lot more, and it would separate, and it is this area that would become the Atlantic Ocean. Um, This movement marks the beginning of the second extinction event that that would happen during the Triassic period, and this is known as the Triassic Jurassic extinction. Um, during this time, all of the tiny lizards would become extinct. Um, and between tiny lizards and big lizards, big lizards won. <laughs> um, but I also wanted to take a moment to talk about the plant fossils from this period. Because unlike the tiny lizards um, that essentially died because of this event, plants were really not affected by it. Um, so over the years, scientists have found um, examples of fossilized pine cones, um, which at first glance look pretty much exactly like the ones you would see today. Um, ginkgoles, ginkgoles, um, which look very similar to, um, I believe it's Italian parsley, is that the one that's more, I believe that's the one that's more like, um, has more like ridges or creases and folds or whatever it is. Um, there are actually five branches of this plant family, but there's only one that still exists to this day, and that is the ginkgo biloba, um, which is mostly found in China. There's the um, benitolates, which are an extinct plant, um, and which kind of looks like um, the leaves look like very small palm leaves, while the body is um, is actually quite bake and it looks very similar to the uh the trees that you'll see um in Vegas like outside your hotel and stuff like that with like the big stumpy kind of body and the um kaikara which are trees that had once populated the earth um but it's now found primarily within uh South America and Africa because of the warmer climates uh, during this time, there was an abundance of animals known as the Crocodilomorphus, which kind of sounds like a Power Ranger. Um, and they were essentially uh, an early ancestor of crocodiles and, tor- and turtles. Um, the Paleosaurus um, is a, it's, it's essentially a water dinosaur. Um, 
so contrary to what a lot of us had thought, um, Tyrannosaurus is not from the Jurassic period, but from the Cretaceous period, um, which is how we are now segueing into the next period. Um, but from this point in time, all of the information that we have is going to be quite brief. Um, we're like, <laughs> we're 45 minutes in and I'm sure you're probably tired of listening to me. I don't even know how many of you are still listening, to be very honest. I hope you're still here. And I hope that, you know, as time goes on and as I progress and hopefully get better, that longer episodes like this will not be boring. Um, but yeah, we're almost to the end, I promise. This, I, we're, we're getting there. We're homestretch right now. Um, so the Cretaceous period is the last and longest period in the Mesozoic era, and this spans over a course of 70 mi- 79 million years. Unlike other periods, this period is divided into two series, early and late Cretaceous, while both are divided into six stages, which again, I'm not doing. I'm not, I can't do it. I'm, Um, but yeah, we don't really need to dive into a lot of the things that happened during this period, except for two main events, which are essentially the only parts that are worth knowing about. Um, the first is that Pangaea broke up, um, into essentially its present day continents and began drifting towards the areas that they currently reside. The second is the Cretaceous paleogene extinction, which is a mass extinction that claimed three quarters of the Earth's plant and animal life. Uh, The cause of this extinction is an asteroid that was approximately 10 to 15 kilometers wide, and the point of impact is um, assumed to be somewhere in the Yucatan Peninsula, and essentially Big Rock said hello giant lizard said R.I.P. <laughs> so this is extinction essentially brings us to the um, the Cenozoic Cien- era, which happens to be the current era that we live in. Um, the Cenozoic Cien- era is broken down into three periods, Paleogene, Neogene, and Quaternary. The Paleogene period spanned for about 43 million years, and despite the event that happened at the beginning of the period, aka the massive kaboom, um, the mammals of this time period were actually able to evolve and rapidly produce. In the Neogene period that spanned over the course of 20.45 million years, um, which is the last old period, and it is right before our current geological period, um, this is divided into two stages. uh, Paleocene, which is divided into Piacensian and Xanclean. 
and the Miocene stage, which is divided into the Messian, Tortonian, Cerevillian, Langian, Bordigalian, and Aquitanian phases. Uh, so the dominant animals during this time continued to be mammals and birds. Um, and at this point in time, we would then move on to our current geological period, which is the Quaternary period. Which, and this is divided into two stages, the Placinian and the Holocenian. Um, and yeah, I, you guys are amazing. If you're still here, you are an actual champ because this is like 49 minutes long. Um, and this was also like a 12 page script of me just ranting or not ranting, rambling on. Um, but it, it's at this point in time that we're just going to end the episode um, because we're going to then be able to segue into episode eight which will be out in uh, two weeks. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening to this extremely, extremely long episode. Um, as previously mentioned, you can subscribe to the Historia podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, and uh, many other major um, streaming platforms. You can find the links to these um, to all of these platforms in the show notes below uh you will you can also find the link to our instagram buy me a coffee patreon and all of the other pages and um you know please come follow us on instagram come say hello i love meeting you guys and um getting to know you all so um yeah please come say hi if you have any book recommendations, comments, complaints, whatever it may be, um, you can send me an email at uh, the Historia Podcast and the number two at uh, gmail.com. All right, then. Uh, thank you very much for listening, guys, and I will see you soon. Bye. Bye.